Hello, I'm Brooke. Welcome to Knit Sew Craft. We're here to talk about knitting, sewing, and all things crafty. Come on over to Instagram at Knit Sew Craft Podcast after the episode to see what I've been working on each day. Our sponsor today is Sunny Day Fiber Arts. They carry high quality handmade items such as stuffed animals and masks, as well as craft supplies like project bags and stitch markers. Be sure to check them out on Etsy at Sunny Day Fiber Arts. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Knit Sew Craft Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke, and I think this is episode 15, I think. Um, Y'all, it has been a tough week, like really tough. I just spent the last hour and a half just zoning out in my car watching really dumb Facebook reels and TikTok and, um, you know, those things just give me (laughs) so much dopamine hits just all at once and it's hard to get out of that loop. Um, I have had a tough time mentally just feeling like, you know, I I can't do anything. Um, I am not good enough. My work isn't good enough. Uh, I'm not making any money. Just, you know, being really tough on myself and, um, because mental health is incredibly important to me, I've just been taking it really easy. Um, haven't been pushing myself too hard, but um, you know, still trying to at least do some creative work so that, so that I do feel a little bit better about myself. <clears throat> Hopefully, I hope none of you have any experience with this, but if you do, I'm right there with you. Um, this, and I don't have any notes this week, so this might be kind of a rambly sort of podcast and it's definitely more like a catch up kind of thing instead of a particular um, particular subject kind of podcast. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure that you'll hear my rambliness and my suspected ADHD, um, coming through today, but that's okay. Just bear with me. It'll be fun. Um, I am also sick. (laughs) Uh, there's been something going around. Um, the rally was sick with a stomach virus a couple weeks ago when we were at the beach. Um, Charlie got sick a few, like last week with, uh, well, no, no, no. Raleigh got sick, um, again, and she has, uh, ear infection, sinus infection. Then Charlotte got a cough and, um, a running, like a stuffy nose. And then I got what Charlotte had. Um, and I'm pretty sure I have ear infection and, uh, cough and sore throat. And it's just been one thing after the other in this house. Um, so, you know, it's just been really tough. So I'm glad that I'm here. Um, hopefully we're all on the mend. Um, I love medication. (laughs) Uh, the Mucinex has been very good to me. (laughs) It allows me to be here with you just for a few minutes today. Um, a couple of things that I'm working on. One is I started the wild at heart stripe shawl and it's a it's a striped and let's see, it's, it's mostly garter stitch. Um, there's a stripe pattern, then there's a single color eyelet pattern and then another stripe pattern and eyelet pattern. And you know, I think it ends on an eyelet pattern, eyelet pattern. It's a free pattern for on Ravelry that I found, um, downloaded it and I'm working on it. The two yarns that I'm using, the first one, um, I call Moira Rose, but I don't think that was the name actually. Um, it's one that I had gotten from a one school wood yarn company. Um, but it reminds me of Moira Rose because it's, it's mostly black, but it has these really vibrant 
pops of color. And the other one that I'm using is Kohari, Kohari from um, Yarn Experiments, uh, the dyer from Greenville. And that's like mostly a bright green with little pops of purple and um, maybe some blues. Um, but they actually, they go really well together. There's this really gorgeous, um, the Kohari is mostly this vibrant green, but it has like little flecks of light pink, bright purple. There's some yellowy in there, some teal. And then the um, Moira Rose is mostly black with um, let's see, some oranges and some light pinks. And so it really works well. It really works well off of each other. Um, of course I'm using my brick house fiber arts needles. Those are a size three and I believe it's on a 40 inch. It might only be a 32 inch cable. Um, but it fits, um, you know, it'll fit just fine. Um, originally I had started with these two yarns as a kindness knit along. Um, tried that out, didn't like how it was coming along, uh, switched to the Felicitas shawl and tried that out, didn't like it, which I think the Felicitas is um, a three color shawl, but I was just alternating the two colors that I had. Uh, but I did not like how that turned out. So I frogged it back again. And then I finally started on the Wild at Heart Stripe. And I like it better. Um, I have restarted it a couple times because I didn't like how it was turning out at first. Um, I have made several changes so far. So in the first section, you're supposed to be um, alternating four rows of the main color and two rows of the contrast color. Um, but because the two, um, because the two yarns that I have can be fairly close in color sometimes, it wasn't reading very well. And I don't always like garter stitch because um, on the, what you might consider the wrong side, um, it has that additional little bump um, when you're doing, you know, the opposite knit stitch on the front side. So like you get that, uh, you know, like an extra row, <clears throat> I'll, I'll post pictures. You'll know what I mean. If you, if you knit, if you've ever knit with two, um, colors, you'll know what I mean. And I just didn't like how it just, there wasn't quite enough contrast. So I ended up, um, doing sections of six of one color and then six of another. So, so like six rows. So the sections originally wore, were four rows and two rows. And then I just made all six rows of one color and then switched to the next color. And <clears throat> it's coming out a lot better. The stripes are a little bit bigger and I feel like there's a little bit more contrast in it. And so I really like that. And I'm just to the first garter, uh, eyelet pattern and, um, there was a uh, knit on the wrong side. So I just turned that around. So it is in stockinette stitch so that it's knit all or so that it's a knit, knit one row, purl one row. Um, and that uh, I really like that pattern a little bit better. It actually gives it a little less texture, but I like being able to see the eyelets a little bit better. A little bit less squishy, le less squishy, but um, I like how it's coming out a little bit better than what I see in the pictures. Um, <clears throat> so that's what I've been working on recently as far as knitting goes. And I'll pick that up, um, you know, every few days and do a few rows. It's not, um, you know, because I do selfish knit pretty much exclusively. Um, 
you know, it's not, it's not a priority to get it done. So that's just something that I've, that I will work on as needed. Hopefully I'll get it done by the end of the year when I'll need it. <laughs> so I will update you as I go through that and post videos and, or post uh, pictures of how that progress is going. Um, very exciting news. First, um, I have been working on my studio. Last week I talked about, um, decluttering and organizing, um, after, so I did not do 25 minutes every day. What I ended up doing is about 15 minutes one day and then about 15 minutes the other. And y'all, there's such a huge difference in my studio already. So just within 30 minutes, I was able to get most of the floor cleared off. <clears throat> uh, my cutting desk cleared off to where I just have a couple things, a couple uh, containers that I need to put away. My sewing desk is not put away yet. Um, it's not cleared off yet. However, um, things are like put away where they belong instead of just being shoved up on a desk somewhere. Um, I relocated a lot of toys. Um, I relocated things that we just didn't need in my studio space. And that was honestly the biggest part of it was just um, things get dumped in there and they shouldn't. So um <clears throat> My plan going forward is just to, you know, make sure, oh, hey, there's something in the floor. Let me put it away really quick instead of being like, oh, I'll put it away later. Um, procrastination is something that I'm really good at. And uh, I'm trying to, um, like Dana says, take it there now. <clears throat> instead of waiting for a big pile of something to go put away, I can just take a, like literally 30 seconds to go put something away where it belongs so that it is out of my studio and I don't have to worry about putting it away later. Um, I had given one update on Instagram and I will give another one pretty soon. Um, it just, it, it makes it such a big, big difference in, you know, being able to just go into my studio and just say, oh, you know, like just that breath of calm that um, there's not stuff everywhere that I know where all of my um, where all of my utensils, my supplies are. Um, I know what they are. I know where I can get them out. I know where they have a place to be put back. Um, and so that was really, really helpful. Um, I'll have a little bit more work to do. Hopefully I'll take about 15 minutes next week and um, finish up what I need to do as far as cleaning and organizing. And then next week, my goal is to start working on those projects from 2020 that I never got finished that are really weighing on my mind. Um, and those will get finished very soon. Um, it's just a lot of sewing, a lot of cutting of little pieces, um, placing patterns in just the right way. Um, I'm making memory bears for um, a couple of friends of mine and I have three more to do from different camouflage fabrics and different like hunting themed fabrics and then I have three I might I might even have four to do out of t-shirts so um, I had originally gotten uh, like a couple yards of interfacing from when Myra and Christine and I had gone down um, to one of the um, like big warehouse fabric stores that's only open once a month or something. <laughs> kind of sketchy, but really cool. I've gotten a couple yards of um, like 60 inch wide uh, thin interfacing that I was going to use on the um, bears that I was making uh, 
on the t-shirts that I was going to making the bears out of. <coughs> Excuse me. And my cat peed on them. And so instead of trying to wash them, I just threw it all away. It was maybe six or seven dollars. It was not really worth it to try to wash it, try to, you know, I just, I knew that it was just going to gum up my washer. I didn't want for it to smell like cat pee even a little bit. So I just had to scrap all of it. And what I think I might do is um, just head to, you know, I might even just try to find it online so that I don't have to go into Joanne's or, um, or Hobby Lobby. I just don't want to go into places like that right at this moment. Um, and, uh, get another round of, um, interfacing so that I can stitch through the, um, <laughs> guys, <laughs> this is the day that I'm having so that I can stitch through the t-shirt fabric so that it's not going to pucker up and be all funny because I don't want the bear to be stretchy. I want to be able to stuff it and have it hold its shape rather than like bulge out in funny places. So if I use a stretch stitch uh, to like kind of take into account the stretchiness of the fabric, um, then that means that I'm going to have to like stuff and stuff and stuff and stuff and stuff. Um, or I can use a straight stitch and it might kind of come out a little bit wonky because it's a straight stitch on um, stretchy fabric. So if my thinking is, if I use like a light, thin interfacing on the pieces, then I can use a straight stitch and the fabric won't stretch. So then I can um, stuff it in a way that seems right, you know. Hopefully you know what I understand, what I mean. Um, it's a crazy day. This place is, this is going to be all over the place, but hopefully you'll stay with me. Um, and I won't be talking for very long anyways. So last thing that I have, actually, yeah, I think this is it. No, no, no. I have two more things. <laughs> so first is, uh, the yarn crawl is coming up this weekend. Yay. I'm so excited. Uh, me, Myra and Amanda are getting together. I'm the driver. Uh, one, I enjoy it. Um, two, I get car sick pretty easily. So <laughs> this is, and you know, it's just something that I really enjoy doing. So my plan for today after I podcast is I'm going to look at the locations of all the yarn stores that we're going to be going to, um, and basically mapping out our entire route. Um, my plan is that I will have the, um, I'll have the, uh, time it takes the driving time that it takes to get between each of the one and then figure in like 20 to 30 minutes at each of the shops um, and then kind of have a good idea of where we're going to be for lunchtime and like pick a good place to go for lunchtime um, and they go like north south east and west I mean they are <clears throat> they are all corners of um of the Asheville of the western North Carolina area so our plan is to um I will head to Hendersonville to pick up the other ladies. Uh, we're going to go to Asheville, head up to Black Mountain. Um, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Uh, head up to Weaverville. Then we'll go. Hmm. Ooh. Okay. Okay. How about this? Uh, up to Biltmore, over to Black Mountain, up to, nope, then into Asheville, uh, then up to uh, Weaverville, then west to Candler and then south ish to Brevard. So <clears throat> if you're not familiar with the area, that's probably like 
let's see, that's several hours worth of driving. Um, <laughs> we live in a really rich, fiber-rich area. We really do, and I love it. Um, but Western North Carolina is also a fairly large area. And I'm even cutting out a couple of spots because they're just too far for us to be going in a day. Um, back when I first started going on the yarn crawl, I used to go to these places like I would take the entire weekend, I would take my baby with me, whichever baby that was, and go to every single yarn store. And that's how um, I won this great big basket, like the grand prize of the yarn crawl one year. And it's how I win so much stuff throughout the yarn crawl is because I, you know, I visit them and I really do want to interact with the um, other fiber artists and fiber enthusiasts of the area. And so, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, our plan is to record a podcast. So after each store that we come out of, we're going to talk about the store, where it's located, what our impressions are, what their specials are for the yarn crawl, um, or in, you know, any other important information. Like I know two of the stores still require masking. Um, and one store is two stores are in a new location. Um, so, you know, this year is still a little bit different than it has been the last few years. Cause of course they didn't have it in 2020 and, um, 2021 was very limited. So, um, I think it's gonna be really fun. Me and Myra and Amanda are hilarious when we're together. We always have so much fun and um, we really enjoy each other's company. Um, so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm going to be kid free. Uh, my girls are going to their aunt's house this weekend, uh, actually later today, and they'll be gone through Saturday evening. And I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that they'll also be going to my mom's house Saturday night so that I can have one night <clears throat> just to myself. And hopefully I can just chill and play Animal Crossing and not have to worry too much about it. So um, one of the things that I do that I do feel is a creative endeavor is I play Animal Crossing uh, on our Switch. Um, I had, so years ago, I had um, a Nintendo DS Lite and I bought Animal Crossing and I spent, you know, a few hundred hours on that. And that was a lot, um, but it, it really is my favorite game of all. And then when they re-released it on, or when they made a new game on the Switch, that was just so exciting. So we ended up getting the our switch in 2019, not knowing that 2020 was going to be right around the corner. And y'all, that that game and the switch was like our lifeblood when we were in in lockdown in 2020. Um, I played our like when the game originally came out, March 28th, 2020. It was 12.08 a.m. and I was playing, I was downloading the game, playing the game. It was amazing. And I spent like that whole week just buried in the Switch. Like no one else can play anything else. Um, and now I'm um, close to 700 hours in. And uh, from this time, I, so I just celebrated 15, I celebrated 15 years at my job last year. And they gave me a whole bunch of points. So I, I was able to buy a, um, Animal Crossing Switch, the game, um, gosh, what else? Oh, like a, the Geek Squad Protection and something else. Maybe like a, I think it was like the um, screen cover <clears throat> and a Roku. 
I got all those things for being at my place of work for 15 years. And so I decided to buy myself a, my own switch. Um, and it is the animal crossing theme switch perfection. Um, and they, uh, either, I think it was sometime last year, they, um, rolled out or maybe earlier this year, they rolled out the happy home paradise, uh, content for animal crossing. And I promise this is going to be going back into <laughs> creativity. So if you haven't played Animal Crossing before, um, it's just a cartoon game. Uh, the point is to build it. You have an island, you have yourself, and you have 10 villagers, which are different kinds of animals with different kinds of personalities. Um, and you're building up your island as a... a as a place to be, as a place to live. You have, you're surrounded by ocean. You have a couple, um, you have waterfalls, you have rivers, you have, uh, like a town hall, you have, um, a store, uh, where you can get, you know, different kinds of, um, decorations for your house. Um, you also have a tailor shop, which Sable is uh, the sewist in <laughs> in this area, and supposedly she sews all of the fashions that you can purchase at their shop. Um, so she's my favorite character, of course. Um, <laughs> and I even my Apple Watch uh, band is even from Sable, and it's Animal Crossing. I'm a big nerd. It's fine. Um, and it's just it's relaxing. It's fun. You fish, you find fossils, you collect artwork, you have oh, and you have a museum. You can go to this other island um, where you design um, other villagers vacation homes. And so here's where it comes into creativity. So because I've been sick, I haven't want, I haven't wanted to do anything with my hands. Um, I've just been playing video games for the last couple of days. And with these, with this game, you can basically design an entire house as well as the outside. And so it's just been a lot of fun being able to use the decorative side of my creativity versus like the making side of my creativity. And <clears throat> so that's been helpful to just kind of keep that creativity on the top of my mind and practice it throughout the week where I'm not feeling like I have it. You know, when I play Animal Crossing, um, I don't have to have a finished product. You know, it's not something that I'm going to sell. I don't have any, um, any monetary value in it other than this is this is my escape. And I really have just been escaping into myself this last week. Um, and you know, it's just been nice to still have that creative side of it, but not having to push myself to, to make it be anything other than just a fun endeavor. The other side of that is I did finish, I forced myself and I'm so proud of myself for doing it, but I did force myself to finish up <clears throat> uh, a pattern and publish it on Etsy. So I'm really proud of myself for this. Um, I had originally sent out test patterns for a bunny uh, to a couple people and um, got some great feedback on it. Um, I, While I was waiting for their feedback, I was actually redoing parts of the pattern. Um, I, it's like a, you know, it's like a little 13 inch bunny, uh, round head. Um, you make the arms, then you make the legs that go into the body, then you attach the arms to the body, then you make the head and attach it to the top. So there's only four pieces to this whole bunny. 
Well, if you're making a doll, it's four pieces. If you're making a bunny, it's two extra pieces because they have ears. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, that's what I have been making my custom dolls out of. That's like the same pattern that I have um, made for myself. And while the testers were testing, I ended up redoing some of the instructions so that um, normally when you're doing amigurumi, when you're doing increases or decreases, you might say, you know, um, magic ring increase all the way around and then one increase one increase and then two increase two increase three increase three increase and so on and so forth um but what i did was i like the look of the staggered increases so i would do uh, a round of one single crochet one increase and the next one was one single crochet one increase two single crochet one increase and then all the way around until you get to the very last stitch which is one single crochet so that basically basically you are staggering those increases so it doesn't have such a distinct design on your body or your head which you know some people like and that's totally great um i liked it at first um but i changed a little bit and i like it a little bit more um and so i ended up making just the basic doll pattern it does not have hair it does not have anything other than uh instructions for the body arms head um, you put your eyes in, you put your nose in and that's it. And then my thought is that I'll sell that and then I'll have a bundle of patterns for hair. And then I'll have a bundle of patterns for ears and tails for bunnies, cats, um, dogs, you know, whatever, whatever other animal that I can think of that would kind of be an add on to this pattern. Um, and that's kind of where my thought is right now. <clears throat> um, I've gotten a few likes already, so that's encouraging. And I was really proud of myself for being able to, to get that complete with everything else going on in my brain this week. Um, I, you know, this is going to be a shorter episode. I've been rambling a little bit. Um, <laughs> I have to go pick up my girls pretty soon because Friday is their short day. Um, it's, it's been a tough week. It really and truly has, but I really hope that, um, with the excitement of the yarn crawl, with a little bit of time, um, with a little bit of distance between myself and making, um, as well as like putting less pressure on myself to, to complete things. Um, I think next week is going to be a little bit easier for me. And so I'm really looking forward to next week. Um, so, you know, final thoughts, <clears throat> um, take care of yourself. Recognize when you need a break, ask for that, ask for what you need. Um, you know, it's, some things are really tough. Some weeks are really tough and some weeks are a lot easier. And this is just one of those tough weeks and next week it'll be a lot easier. So if you're going through something similar, I'm right there with you. Um, I'm happy to talk about it with you. Uh, if you just want someone to hold space with you, <laughs> let's just get on the line and just, uh, just sit down together. So I hope you're having a great week. I hope you've had a great week. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And um, I'm excited for y'all to uh, join us on our yarn crawl uh, tomorrow. And um, that episode will probably, I'll probably put that up as a bonus episode. Um, not sure if that's going to be bonus or regular, but I'll figure it out. And y'all will be there with us and y'all will crack up as well. So um, I think that's about it. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. Bye. Let's talk about your projects. Follow me on Instagram at knit, sew, craft podcast and tag us in your projects. 
I love seeing what amazing things other people are working on. You can find links to the items I talk about in the show notes or head over to my blog to see photos and links at knitsocraft.wordpress.com. If you're enjoying the podcast, please give us a like, subscribe, and leave a positive review on the podcast app you are using. If you'd like to get in touch with me privately, my email is nittynerdy at gmail.com. That's K-N-I-T-T-Y-N-E-R-D-Y at gmail.com. And until next week, keep knitting, keep sewing, keep crafting.